we really found that basically the, uh, really all of our country depends in terms of the actual statistics about uh, how much they export uh, in terms of these raw materials. They depend uh, basically on the companies that are producing these things. If you take the oil, the oil exporting country, the figures that they have about the oil they export or the gas they exploit it would be figures that are, are given by the oil company. Whether those figures are correct or not becomes something else. Or you take a country like South Africa which has, uh, um, produces many minerals and exports many minerals. Again, uh, it's not possible, for instance, for the South African Customs Authority to, to, to go and open each container that contains platinum, let us say, platinum ingots, and check whether in fact what is declared is, is correct. So to a large extent you have to depend. Now, <clears throat> because I mean I, I, I know in one instance of one country, I shan't mention the name, uh, they told us that the estimate of the government is that the oil company are under-reporting the amount of oil they are exporting by 30%. The whole theft. <clears throat> Underreporting, which, as I say, means even if you just look at the tax things, therefore the, 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 the revenue authorities of the country are denied that revenue, which just flows out of the country because it's, it's, that's an illicit outflow. For instance, when we, did, we went to the Democratic Republic of Congo um, and we're checking with them about exports of copper, again we found the same thing. They actually, apart from what is reported by the mining companies, they have no other information as to how much copper is, is, is exported from, from the Congo. And if I may just stay with the matter of the, of, of the DRC, then there, there's a law in the DRC which says of the money that is made from the sale of these raw materials abroad, 60% uh, should be repatriated of the profit made. 60% should be repatriated to the Congo. But in fact, very little of that comes back to the Congo. And the way the mining companies do it is to say, uh, to report uh, to the government and the authorities in the Congo that uh, we, we needed part of that 60% to ensure the functioning of the mines in the Congo. And therefore we had to buy this, that, that and the other, as a result of which only 10 or 5% comes back. Now, <clears throat> to come back to a matter that we raised earlier, now it may be true that they've bought some equipment with that profit, but it may also be that they've overpriced that equipment so as to ensure that as much of this money stays out of the Congo as possible. I want us to go back to the issue of abusive transfer pricing and trade mispricing in the various countries. You say that you've even been able as a panel to match countries in terms of the challenges that they face and have them help each other. And I'm, I'm looking at Liberia has now introduced, I think, tagging of timber exports a challenge which the DRC itself has. I want to talk about the role of conflict in rendering countries vulnerable. Yes, of course. I mean, once, once uh, it's clear that uh, 
you see, a, a critical part of this problem, um, as you, you would have seen in our recommendations, has to do with um, um, weakness of government, uh, where the capacity of the government to regulate, to monitor, pass legislation, enforce legislation and so on, when that capacity is weak, therefore you'll have uh, obviously a greater incidence of these illicit outflows. So it, obviously the situation must be worse, where government collapses altogether. Uh, where there's conflict which results in that erosion, erosion of, of governmental power, indeed that will happen. I mean, as in the case of Liberia that you mentioned, um, the, during the course of the Civil War in Liberia, of course the logging companies were not being monitored by anybody. Uh, and indeed I'm quite sure that some of the rebels who themselves have been making money out of this logging, illegal logging, as it, as it would have been. So in the case of, the, in the case of Liberia, the, once the civil war was over, uh, peace established, new government, they then brought in uh, uh, one of these international companies to monitor the logging and the export of the logs. So as a consequence of which each, each log that's ex sorry, is exported from the Congo is, is marked by this company. They then follow the log to where they are offloaded, let us say Rotterdam. So they, they trace the log. This log was loaded and this is it. Now